Hello, my friends. So in this episode, I talk with Austin Peters, currently a real estate agent down in Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, we just talked about business environment in today's world and are in-person meetings even a thing anymore? So uh, you'll listen to our opinion about that. The audio, sorry, it's not the best. We did do it outside because the weather was just so nice. We couldn't, you know, not do it outside. So without further ado, Austin Peters, everybody. Love is love. Love is love. Adios. I think my intro loves tea with Tom, with Austin Peters, and there's no tea. And we just walked a lot trying to find this location, so. No tea, just Austin Tom. Yeah, so Tom hopefully uh, this doesn't end up like shit. Uh, <laughs> but even if it does end up like shit, we're mm. looking at a beautiful Cape Fear River right now. Yeah. What were we just talking about? Oh, dude, editing, man. Yeah, dude, I'm on this whole thing of like. <laughs> I don't care how much money you put into it, it's all about like the skills afterwards for editing, making something look good. I could make a video with just an iPhone look better than, uh, with post editing, better than the average person who has $3,000 worth of equipment and that's just like a fucking, like, honest to God truth, it's not me trying to, but. No, I definitely agree with you on that, I was watching a video yesterday about some dude on YouTube that he was color grading mm -hmm. just the way he color grades in his lots and all of those things and mm -hmm. how he gets his color and just his design and his look to it it's definitely some time that goes into it but I mean it doesn't really depend on how much you're spending it's the time that you're willing to put into it and the results that you're looking to get there's a time you're also willing to like learn your craft and to like put in before and after like actually educate yourself you know it's like yeah some people just want to, I don't say like cheap, but they were like, they feel more comfortable. Like, well, if I go to film school, I'll learn. Like, that's not true. <laughs> like, you may Pull learn. the good old YouTube. Get out in the field and get some yeah. practice. You can educate yourself through YouTube nowadays. Um, also, for anyone listening, I am going to be eating and drinking water. So if you don't like how this all sounds, uh, you can just get off now. <laughs> but um, what were we eating? Tugboats? Tugboat Tony. Dude, this stuff's fucking good. Um, but yeah, man. How's uh business been since you uh started with this? I mean, you didn't leave too recently. You, I just haven't really seen you since you came to. Yeah, now we both parted our ways. You went left, I went right, and now here we are in the middle in Wilmington. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, things things been great. No complaints on my end. Business is growing. Uh, with everything that's going on right now, who would have expected that everybody would be as in demand for real estate as they are? Um, that's a little surprising, but in this area, it's also not surprising just because it's highly desirable, and especially Jacksonville, where you're at, too. Yeah. Um, a lot oh, yeah. going on up there. That's because my economy is a fake economy. <laughs> like, call what it is. And, I mean, the agents and lenders and everyone's still working hard. I'm not going to say they're we're not but we're in a fake economy you know that's why I hate it when some people from my area are like you know oh I want to um I'm still doing good even through this COVID mess of course you are because the paychecks what's yep. running our economy hasn't stopped we're not normal we're not LA we're not New York we're not Boston Queens like all these places where people's you know you get a house because you get a mortgage you get a mortgage you have an income people's income has just 
dropped. So, I, you know. Well, something that's going to be very interesting, I think, is, I mean, if you look at, you have $600 going out every week federally mm -hmm. until July 31st. Really? And then, yep. What does that mean? So if you're receiving unemployment or pandemic relief, um, from my understanding, mm -hmm. then you're eligible to receive $600 federally on top of what you're receiving on your state portion. So people are making more money now than they would have been if they were going and working for their employer and keeping the economy functioning as it was. So the thing that's just a little bit interesting and what I'm thinking about is if you look where our, our, our national debt was prior to all of this, we were hovering over $10 trillion, greater than $10 trillion, but to just make the numbers easy, we put an additional $2.5 trillion in. What the fuck? Yeah. Really? Crazy. See, I didn't know. Crazy. Oh. We just printed money out of nowhere, so we just added. As long as it took us for us to build that tens of trillions of dollars in debt, mm -hmm. it was so easy for us to just add another 2 and a half. And I'm not saying that it wasn't warranted or that... There wasn't some kind of relief needed, um, but it's going to be some damage done that not a lot of people are thinking about right now, just because we're short term. Yeah, that's interesting. And I was just talking to, I mean, on a local economy standpoint, I was just talking to um, one of the county commissioners up there in Onslow, <laughs> and he was telling me that they have to balance the budget, right? Mm -hmm. And they have to allocate funds and where stuff is going to go. Yep before they actually know how much fucking money they have. Makes zero which, sense. Which is fucking insane. I'm not saying anything against him or the commissioners because that's the rules you were dealt with, but holy fuck, does that sound retarded. Yeah, no, the process seems ass backwards there. Like, you're going to say we're going to allocate this much here, this much there. Dude, hopefully all the sirens and stuff isn't like... <laughs> <laughs> if anyone uh, is not actually watching the video, They're we're probably actually... probably coming to stop us. We hopped a fence and that's where we're recording this, right on yeah. the riverfront. Yeah, right They're on the riverfront. Tom. So we got wind, birds, sirens. but Wind-driven no. rain. But, but the fact that like they have to, I guess, create this budget and they have to literally estimate. They have to estimate... Guesstimate. Guesstimate, educated guess, how much money they're going to have to spend and certain taxes from certain things go different places you know like the gas tax goes to the department of transportation sales tax is supposed to go here you know food tax when you buy bullets it's supposed to go towards nature preserves and stuff supposed to go right yeah <laughs> um and that's a whole other debate because you know a lot of people who shoot at ranges are like well i don't hunt why the fuck isn't it going towards you know rain creating more ranges you know? <laughs> okay, let's be honest like, the average hunter they're not they're not buying in bulk for hunting they're buying if they do then it's because they're buying in bulk to go to the range and practice but to the range but they're not like a sportsman they're not someone who does a three-gun competition who's then you also got those people where they just sitting on masses oh. of ammo yeah, stockpiles of it the, the people that have the little doomsday bunkers and, <laughs> and that's a totally different conversation <laughs> that is those people are another breed i mean don't get me wrong dude there is no i have no issues with someone wanting to be prepared for I agree. Things going ass backwards. I am I as prepared? Nope. But I don't. If someone else is going to be prepared. I don't care. <laughs> you know? Something happens. We're going to go over to Tom's. I'm going to have some tea. We're going to have some fresh ice from the chickens. Dude. Then if anybody tries to come at us, we'll just egg them. Yeah. We'll be fine. We don't need ammo. We have plenty. Yeah. <laughs> you need anything? I'll throw a rye at you, and you'll get salmonella. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh shit! 
<laughs> oh, it looks like we got a big storm cloud. Dude, I swear to God, the fucking rains on us. We're just gonna deal with it. Yeah, no, I, we're gonna. I've deal got, with I've it. got cover on the camera. We're gonna just have to fucking. We're rolling with it. We're here. We're here. Making whatever, it man. <laughs> Water's wet. That's life. Fucking off the cuff of Thomas Breedlove, but um. <laughs> yeah, man, it has just been. I don't know, this whole COVID thing, like... Kind of changing your look up a little bit with this whole COVID thing. Does that play a part in it? Or how did you get to where you're at with the long hair and, and yeah. the flannels here? Because last <laughs> we spoke, you wanted to do a little thing with the flannel, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, the flannel company we're starting, trying to get... We got the designs and everything in. Just got to start marketing. I mean, I get, you know, some realtors marketing themselves. I'm only a realtor, da, 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 and cool good for you you know what I'm not saying it's not enough for me and I'm not saying I'm the top producer by any means but you know I sell enough to make myself happy I prefer doing quality over quantity but that's the thing that matters what you just said right mm-hmm. they're selling enough to make you happy yeah a lot of people they uh, and this isn't speaking for everybody but I think that in everybody's market they've seen this whether you're in real estate or, or any kinds of sales across the board People are chasing a number, thinking that a number is going to make them happy. Because they're insecure. And, and, and <laughs> yeah. Well, That's what it is. They're insecure. They want to be able to say, and this isn't true for everyone, because I know some people who have just fucking blown around the park because they, they love what they do. But yep. I have seen others who are like, who are like, I have to show everyone all the fucking time how much I've sold, how much millions I've done this. And it's like, dude, one, I don't think the average person really fucking cares. You're just trying to show off to your fucking, like your peers yeah you know like call it what it is but i mean at the end of the day uh, when you just work at a brag for a title yeah and if a title is what's going to sell your real estate then i don't think that uh, that's the wrong way to go about it i mean if you're good enough you shouldn't need a title of having to be in a 300 producer just to say that you're good enough you should be good enough and that should get you there without anything like that no and again it's not for everyone but i have seen more people trying to chase the title of being the top or getting the office or getting this or that you know it's cool to be rewarded for your work but that's all you're chasing like just to if you're chasing something only for like the title of it then you're not not you're probably one not going to get title if you do it's not going to be as rewarding you know you're not going to have that and that's my you know that's my opinion of a fucking 24 year old kid whatever like assholes everybody has one yeah that's just how I feel, man. Hey. I, I just know a lot of people who do well, make a lot of money, but, like, you know. They're not and, happy. Yeah. They, they're not happy with themselves. They're just kind of sad all the fucking time, and I'm not, I'm not for that life. No, I'm also not one of those people who's like, oh, man, money makes you miserable. That's not fucking true either. Mm-mm. I think how you go after the money. Anybody that says money doesn't make you happy hasn't had money before. (laughs) But on the same end of it, if money is all that you're seeking, then you're not going to be happy. Just because money can only do so much, but it's who you're spending your time with and and what you're putting that towards. I kind of go back and forth on the issue, but basically it's like, if your sole goal in life is just to make... A bunch of money you only want to do this because you just want to make a bunch of money well guess what you're gonna make that money but then what happens after that mm-hmm. you're gonna get that money and then you're gonna be like what the fuck do I do with this you know I have no other purpose oh I'm just gonna go make more money cool 
But even when you get the money, if you don't, if you're working so hard to get the money that you're not even focusing on a work-life balance, and you're just going 12, 15, 16 hours, 18 hours a day just working, grinding, then I mean, it, it gets a little unhealthy there because at the end of the day, you still need to have your health, health as well. I don't care what anybody says. If you're eating good, you're feeling good. If you're working out, you're feeling good too. Um, I mean, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. So you know, what's funny too is the people who like building businesses but aren't really after their their goal isn't to create this much money to show. I think it's not so much the money as people want to show off a lifestyle. They want to mm-hmm. show off the car and the house and this and that. And it's like, dude. The minute I see that, I am the opposite of impressed. One, I feel kind of sad for you. Two, who are you trying to impress? Like, people don't care. People see through that shit nowadays. Well, that's what the ability of credit has done, though, because anybody can go down, they can buy a brand new car. Yeah. Or, or you saw what happened in 2008 with the, with the housing collapse where people could just get any house and their payments, they could choose their payment. And uh, it, 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 we create the problems that we have. Yeah. And... Uh, like they say, history repeats itself. This is always going to be something, in my opinion, that people are going to be dealing with until the end of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just human psyche. Yeah. People want what others can't have, but people also want to flaunt and they want to have nice things, which th- it's completely fine to have nice things. No but... shit, we got a leaf blower coming. <laughs> Goddamn. Oh, uh, she's coming to blow us, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> extremely inappropriate (laughs) but um (laughs) good thing it's only an electric leaf blower though yeah but um yeah dude i don't um i don't know people are just going after that fucking penny they're the shiny car the gucci glasses the versace it's like why why are you doing it like okay if those are like things that like you like to have and it makes you feel good Sure, that's fine, that's cool. Well, I'm happy I left my Gucci glasses in the car before I came out here for this. (laughs) It's not so much as I think the object that's a problem, it's the intent of why they they got the object. That's that's, um, just my big thing. It's like, I think my whole thing is basically, what's your reason for it? And then I'll, I'll say if I agree with it or not. If you get Gucci glasses because you like Gucci and your dad had Gucci or your mom liked Gucci and you just like the way it looks or something or it's like, cool. If you're getting it just to take pictures with it to show off to people and then when you're not around anyone, you put them in a case to keep them pristine and then you take them out just for another photo op? Like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that's the culture nowadays. That's what people are doing. I mean, if you look at a lot of influencers, how do influencers get started and how do people like these gurus market themselves? They go no, out and- get me started on that. You know it, me you, too well. <laughs> you, you, you pull up YouTube and you start getting, uh, you, you see a Grant Cardone or you see Fuck all, all yeah. these different gurus. And I'm not saying that Grant doesn't have legitimate sources, but Grant also, he has other illegitimate sources. But these gurus, they go out and not Grant specifically, but other ones. They rent these luxury vehicles, they take videos with them, they say, oh, you work this hard, you can get this, but half of them haven't put the work in, half of them yeah. don't even know what it's like to build that or even have one of those, and it's all a lie, it's a facade. And people like Grant Cardone, dude, don't even get me started, I <laughs> fucking hate that dude. Not that I hate him, but he just, 
he misguides so many people into believing his shit. He charges you all this money for a seminar. You know, you can find out all the shit that he teaches on YouTube, sure. podcasts, reading, just books that are much cheaper than the fucking seminar. Or, you know, how about trying this? Uh, and just... Hold up, we got the Loch Ness Monster coming by. You seen that yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been watching that log move along uh, the river the whole time. <laughs> for those of you listening, we have a big-ass chunk of driftwood floating down the Cape here right now. Yeah. Ugh. But, um, dude, that guy is just a fucking scam artist. And and people who are like, well... Do you know Dan Locke? Yeah, it sounds familiar, but no, I don't know anything really. Dan Locke is another one that uh, you'll have to look into, but he's... He's one of those, like, scam artists. But th- like, that's how these gurus are. I mean, at the end of the day, it's... Hey, they, I mean, they, they make their money from selling these courses from information that you can find online. Yeah. They basically say, you can live this life, too, and make my money... So give me your money yep. so I can keep having this lifestyle, <laughs> but I'm not actually going to... And all their information is empty as shit. Or they'll hand you all the books and be like, all right, cool, you have all the information now. Now it's up to you to study it and read it and all this stuff, and it's kind of like... Let me play devil's advocate, <sighs> though, because it's kind of an ingenious business No, no, it's, it's, it's smart. You made money. If your goal is to make money off of it, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, no, it's profitable. But, I mean, at the end of the day, when you look at it, too, they're, uh, it's consistent, mm-hmm. and you put the work in up front, and it's just passively bringing you an income after that. So uh, you need to commend them, but also there's some shady stuff going on behind the scenes. and You just have to recognize what you're getting yourself into. Exactly, exactly. But, just be aware and, and, and do your research. But they just kind of feed on the insecure... Oh, undereducated, looking for a quick fix. Yep, a quick buck. Quick buck magic pill um, person. The quick buck isn't the most rewarding buck. Yeah. Sure, making quick bucks is great. Everybody's made a quick buck. We all got bills to pay, but if you Where's want... Where's the sustainability? If you go for any program that says, I'll make you a millionaire within, and they give any amount of time, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm yep. literally not. I'm, I've cut off. If you say anything like, I have a hack, I'm not going to listen to you. If you say anything like, I have the secret, sign up for my course, fuck you. And this is the thing. A lot of people think that one person's secret to how to get something done is everybody's secret. And when I got into business, I learned that after my first year. I came in, I was real naive, Mm -hmm. thought I knew what I was doing. Some cases I did, other Mm -hmm. cases I was fucking flopping around like a flounder. Yeah. But, uh... You just get it from experience. Well, if you want some real, like, like if people want real good advice, you know, because I, I like marketing, but it's like, if you, they're like, well, let, how should I do marketing? How should I do this? And then you'll hear other people be like, get on video or, you know, <laughs> yeah, do a picture or do this. And, and I'm like, you know, I don't even give a shit like what, it's what you communicate best on. Yep. For me, I happen to choose video, which also happens to go with popular culture today. <laughs> but I only did video because if you've ever seen me write an email, I have spelling mistakes galore. You look like a first uh, grader. <laughs> I, yeah, it looks horrible. And if I, and I can't make beautiful pictures or graphics or anything like that. So I was like, you know what? I can get my thoughts out quicker and it, and everything and it's faster it for flows, me. Flows. It flows better for me to do video. But if we're being completely honest, I sometimes wish I was just good at writing or making pictures because I could do that from my home or I could do it, you know, pretty much anywhere. I could do it in a public place. There's just some other areas of branching out and creating content, yeah, though. Yeah, but I'm not good at that stuff, and I wish I was. But, you know, 
there's some people who are like, well, you should only be on video and let me, ah, fuck no, no. <laughs> no, how about, how about you tell them, you tell them, find out what you're good at, try a little bit of everything, yep. see what works for you, and then if you have the money, hire someone else to fill in that gap for you. Exactly, exactly. Hire someone else. You don't... In the beginning, no, nobody has the perfect blueprint. You, you need to get in there and, and you need to take on everything. Yeah. And then once you get to the point where you're no longer being able to indulge in your money-making activities or things like that, that's when you need to leverage and yeah. start getting into the area where you can start that's, branching out and growing. And that's when you hire somebody for doing your extra marketing or hiring is to fill in the gaps, you know? It's to help you along. And to just say like, you need to do this is such an asinine statement to me. Like it's almost... The quote, jack of all trades, master of none exists for a reason. Stick to what you're good at, outsource for the other stuff, build a strong team around you. Yeah. If you look at anybody that's killing it, they have a strong team that's around them. And anybody that's killing it and it's only a one or two person group, then you're just psychotic and I commend you. (laughs) Yeah. you know, but it's like, it just kind of irks me because everyone feels like they have the secret. There's like literally one thing that will always stand true to the test of time, and that's just fucking up. If you fuck up more than anyone else, then guaranteed you've also succeeded. You've a lot, yeah. You've succeeded or at least learned more than But in anyone the same else. sense, you brought up an interesting point. You said nobody has the secret, but there's a really good book called The Secret. Well, I mean, that goes into... And if you want to talk about the secret, I mean, the secret, you just be positive and you just watch how your world changes. Yeah, that's literally that whole book, that whole everything uh, summed up is just... A lot of people were just positive. Yeah. Everybody's circumstances Literally, I could, I could, I guess, sum that book up into just be positive. You are what you think about most of the time. Yeah. So if you're thinking negative thoughts, you're going to breed negativity. Yeah. If you're uh, thinking positive thoughts, you're going to Thomas breed love positive yeah, energy. So I'm pretty positive, dude. I seem grumpy and I cuss a lot. Yeah, no, I... sometimes you have a resting bitch face, but you know, overall you're pretty positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it a resting bitch face or is he just hangry? Probably both. A little bit of both. I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't smile too. I feel like I smile a lot. But then, like, when it comes to, like taking photos, I'm like, shit at taking. <laughs> there are some people who are like amazing, like taking photos and selfies of themselves, and I'm like, holy fuck, I wish I could do that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know you gotta get the right angle and everything, yeah. and you gotta Me, get the right lighting. I hate, and... But it's funny, as much as some people hate videos and listening to themselves talk, I hate photos of myself. Really? Mm hmm. I hate, I hate photos I of myself. I absolutely used to hate watching myself on video or listening mm-hmm. to myself just because if you're not used to that kind of thing mm-hmm. ever and anybody's going to think that it looks goofy or, or outrageous yeah but uh the more you start doing it the more it becomes natural and a little more comfortable and you're just like okay that's no different than a picture or hopping yeah. on a bike and riding it and you know and i'm sure if i spent more time writing and taking pictures and i would probably become more comfortable with it but at this point i I mean, maybe I'll work on it. Probably something I should work on. But for me, it's not even something I really care to get good at. Just because I'm like... But it's the same thing, you know. That, that's why I get upset when people are like, Go to video, first of all. Okay, go back to 2014-15. Yeah, that's where you had the leverage. Is if you were so confident you could do video. Oh, yeah. Everyone's, back when you had Vine. Vine yeah, days were. Yeah. But, like, everyone is doing video now. Cool. Every... Hire up person has hired a full time 
videographer, yep. good. But now we're going to stand out. For me, I'm like, well, shit, like, I mean, this part of the reason for this podcast, this podcast is also just because, like, I want to just record my conversations, yep. good or not, like, I'm trying to bring value to people, but also at the same time, that's like, I can go back and listen to, you know, what someone else has to say. Trying to bring value, but I feel like we're also just hanging out with anybody that's going to be listening. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, I just... I get frustrated when people try and sell anything that's a magic pill. Yeah. That's Red pretty much pill, what it pill. is. Yeah. Like, anything that's like a quote-unquote magic pill, I'm not gonna... I'm, I'm done. I've already stopped listening to it. If you say, let me tell you, you know, how to do blank, blank, blank in these steps, I've already logged off. I'm done. I'm going. Cool. <laughs> maybe someone else lives off of that and they'll listen and maybe they will get some value for it. But... But I think, okay, actually, here's where I think I'm going with this. That's what I, I first sold you on real estate because I came up to you and I said, Thomas, I can make you a millionaire in one year. And <laughs> you came and you looked at me and you just said, say no more, sign me up. <laughs> and here we are. That's a complete fucking lie. <laughs> we I got mean, into it. I mean, yeah. I love real estate because, you know, obviously, I, like any semi-ambitious person, you know, does one day hope to actually be a millionaire, but... I, I didn't do it because I was thinking I was going to be a million overnight. I was like, all right, I know this will be an easier way. It's longer. Well, I mean, if you look at those that build great wealth and massive wealth. Yeah. and it's, it, it's rooted in real estate. Yeah. And, and you don't need to go out and buy the most expensive real estate. I mean, mm. you can buy these fix and flips. You purchase something that's low. You buy it outright in cash. You put some money into it and fix it up. You don't have a mortgage. And then you rent it out and then yeah. those are the ones that build you equity and yeah and those are good or even just if you buy your primary residence yep. you know and then you just rent just, it out when you move or yep. go somewhere else and or even just stay in an up-and-coming area for a while and see the price appreciation there yeah and you know it's just like but then when someone says i've made this much in this many years or or i've been growing my business for this year and this for this long and this week I made this much money like I'm not gonna listen to those those guru types like cool you're a leech on society <laughs> eventually people are gonna catch on and great now you've you've you're almost setting yourself up for failure by trying to sell magic pills to people well and I completely agree with you on that I I wonder what some of the demographics are behind who these gurus are going to after mm -hmm. just because I feel like there has to be some young kids in there that get caught up with that thing that they can make a quick buck because, there's I mean, some 21 to 35 year old person who maybe has an inheritance who maybe has money now and doesn't know what to do with it yeah. who has this or that and is like oh I see this person and they trust this person because they're like I see the car I see the mansion I see the fucking cigar and whiskey I'm going to trust this person to tell me how to spend my money. Yep. And what it comes from is that they're lazy. Yeah. And their own laziness bites them in the ass. And it's different than like trusting an accountant who fucks up your stuff and lies to you and eventually you get audited and you get fucked and he gets arrested. That, that's, a, that's a totally different story. But this is like people who are like, oh, they see this thing. It's like how I turned five grand into this empire it's like mm, 
It's really not that simple. I have and a, you know it's not that simple. So why are you lying to everybody? Oh, because you're trying to make more money. Exactly, exactly. It, it, it's just a scheme. Yeah. I, I have a mentor that, that taught me this, and I take it everywhere that I go. He said, if you look at somebody that's killing it and they're successful and you try to mimic exactly what they do, yeah, you're not going to be successful. Just because it's not even the fact that they have success and they follow this proven plan. One, consistency builds and breeds success, but two, it's they they ground their teeth going and building that empire of yeah. their own. So somebody who else who maybe they're sensitive when other people talk shit on their videos or yeah. they say they look goofy or there's no the content isn't quality or shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's like if you don't have a backbone or you don't have your teeth ground and you haven't gone through that with, with your own grit. Well, you also have to accept too that like once you hit a certain level, people are gonna shit on you. It doesn't matter what you do. People, yep. if you're at a high enough level, there's going to be someone who's going to say something negative about you and you know, you might as well get out of the way now. <laughs> anybody anybody that's doing better than you and performing at a higher mm-hmm. rate than you is not going to put you down. If they're putting you yeah. down, it's because they're at a lower level and they're looking at where you're at and they're not there. And that's exactly right. And um, yeah, anyone who just has feels the need to publicly shit on someone like that. Just blows my mind, for instance, I put this property up the other day on Facebook. Oh, and did you get like, um... Fucking keyboard warriors out the uh, wazoo. You dude, have that's the worst. It looked beautiful property, my favorite listing I've mm-hmm. ever had. And these people, they just go up and they want to talk like they know real estate. And I'm not saying that they... Maybe they do know real estate. Yeah. But I mean, if you're not in it eating, breathing, sleeping it, and interacting and touching with it on a daily basis. You, yeah, and they're th- so there's annoying, a, There's dude. only so much you can know. Uh, it's literally like, you put out like a fucking thing, it's like, you know, I have this property for sale, blah, 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 and then some motherfucker you can tell has been late on his rent. Yep. Or has just foreclosed, or like can't even keep a good credit score for a little bit. Um, it's just gonna like sit there and comment. And us, we know, we don't let it get to us because yeah. we know we have the confidence, like, okay, look at this person. Okay, cool, you're literally nothing. Not like nothing, but it's like you're literally... You know when you have the confidence, but at the same time, yeah. there's no emotion tied to it. You're just yeah. there to do it's a Yeah, it's just job. like another comment. Yeah. And it's like, you know, so it's like, oh, should I delete this? Should I leave it up? Sometimes I delete them because I'm like, dude, you're not even like worth the time. Like just... I deleted it because as, as much exposure as this listing was getting, as many people loved it. Yeah. Just the fact that you bring up flooding down here. And, oh, and, and, that, that's and, a trigger word. Oh, trigger word. Everybody, they're, they're a flood expert and a meteorologist and they, they pull out their edited pictures and the whole nine yards and... And everyone's father who knows how to hook up a dryer is a <laughs> fucking general contractor and can read an inspection and knows what everything means. It is, without a doubt, beyond stupid. Doesn't have GFCI by the sink, can't buy it. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh my god. And no offense to home inspectors, I hate home inspectors when they get when they do their things and they don't even like sometimes educate themselves on how things are supposed to be and that whole gfci thing i definitely irks me because because they won't see the little like pop thing yeah but it's like dude the whole circuit's on it the yep. circuit's on it but those but then again if you talk to any home inspector they're like dude i'm just there to look at the house see if yep. it's broken or not and i'm also here to cover my ass exactly exactly and and that's the point that i was going to get to as well as much as we have our frustrations with home mm-hmm. inspectors, 
they also have our frustrations with us as real estate brokers oh, yeah. because everybody has a job to do at the end of the day and they're just trying to get paid and, and cover their ass and perform a service yeah no different than us um but it, it does harm things when you have somebody that writes up a report that 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 for them for the average consumer that isn't involved it, with this kind of stuff on a daily basis it can, it can kind of harm things i don't think as much as the inspections or the inspector who fucks it's, it. It's the report that, that's it's written the, It's the report that's written, the wording it's yeah. given, and then how it's presented to it. Like, I tell all my buyers, go to the inspection, because the inspector's going to sit there and actually explain, yep. okay, they see this, and they'll tell you, hey, I have to write it up like this, but these are my, my actual thoughts. I'm not a general contractor, but this is what I think, but I have to write it up like this because worst case scenario. Cool. And, you know, it's always the buyers who didn't attend the inspection who are always the worst. Yep. It's always them, and they bring in their dad who, you know, maybe works construction or is a handyman in the other side of the country who's then going to be like, you know, uh, I think that's a problem. Let me call your realtor. Then I get a call from some angry mom or dad. I'm like, hey, dude, um, as nice as I can put this, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, I'm literally doing my job. I'm yep. doing things right by people. You know, sure, you don't understand everything, but, like, uh, at the end of the day, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know? Because I'm never going to, personally, I'm never going to sell property that I feel won't be good in the next five to ten years for somebody. We just say five to ten years because a lot can happen in that time frame where, you know, a neighborhood can go down, a Tomorrow bad isn't guaranteed. Yeah. <sighs> but, but you know what is guaranteed? Hmm. Death and taxes. Yeah, I got told that once when I was in, like, <laughs> fifth grade. You got uh, told that when you got to boot camp. They said, you know what's guaranteed? <laughs> and then you said what? And they said, not your graduation. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, um, no, dude, oh, my God, dude, fifth grade. I literally remember, I don't remember any of my teacher's names. But I remember I asked, like, oh, do we have to do this part? I forget what it was. And he's like, the only two, his response would always be, the only two things in life you have to do are pay taxes and die. And it's like. Dude, I'm asking a fucking question. I'm a fucking fifth grader. Like, just tell me yes or no, dude. I wasn't asking for your smart-ass response. He was one of those bitter guys with life. He was just there to tell you that it's all shit from there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude. Even as a kid, I was like, that was absolutely no help to me at all. Like, just, why are you even here? Shut up. <laughs> and for those of you that are still listening in... We're uh, clearing up here. The clouds are dissipating. Got some blue skies. Yeah, it's looking nice. You know. People walking by here. People walking around. People are getting out, getting their exercise and vitamin D in, which Doesn't is good. Doesn't even look like there's any COVID-19 over here. <sighs> no. If it were a person, what would it look like? If it were a person, what would it look like? Um, probably someone who's toxic, but not as dangerous as they seem. So Grant Cardone. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the nail on the head. <laughs> oh, shit. That breeze feels nice. Yeah. And someone who's really good at putting bullshit, believable bullshit out in the media. So. Okay, actually, I got to correct myself on that. It's not that I don't believe in it. I'm probably more paranoid about it than anyone else. But, um. <laughs> Maybe you've fallen victim of one of these scams and you don't even know it. Maybe I've fallen victim to, I guess, the COVID scam. <laughs> but, I mean, it's still a dangerous thing, but I think we were talking earlier, like, dude, I hope that this changes culture. Like I, like I was saying before, I hope you can put on a mask when you're sick, but you still have to go out and get things done, and people won't look at you weird sure. or think you're 
fucking robbing the place. I mean, they've been doing that in Asia for a long time now. I mean, you yeah. walk around and it's almost like, it is a cold. You go through any 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 airport, yep. any international airport, you will see people with masks on. Yep. And it, I don't know why we haven't adopted that in the because U.S. It, because in the United States, we care what everybody thinks and what everybody's going to say. Yeah. And that's why we have such a keep up with the Joneses culture. Yeah, dude, and, it's bad. And everybody cares what everybody else is doing. And then you go to these other countries and they don't pride themselves on, on half the shit that we do here. And I say shit because it is shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, I just get so... That, but that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping also people keep their fucking distance too. So I'm down for social distancing. I'm down for... I'm in a store... Get the fuck off my back. I hope people look after their fucking kids in the store. Yeah. You you have little, if you have little Jimmy over by the yeah. produce stand coughing all over it, <laughs> how many people are going home and washing their vegetables, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just hoping it makes us legitimately like a more sanitary sure. society. But like I was saying before, like people say they have this thing they put on Facebook, like the masks don't even work because the virus can go through the pores of the mask. Okay, cool. No. But... Now, it's at least doing but, something. But though. if this person's sick, at least I know to... Okay, that's true then. Fine. Your argument's right. I'm going to stay away from them, though. Sure. I'm going to stay away from them. <laughs> like... It's basically a walking billboard saying, I'm sick, stay away. Yeah, pretty much. And it's like, why have we not been practicing that as a society? I mean, why have we not been practicing, you know, uh, I'm in line to check out, get off my ass you know i just want people to to practice more sanitary social look after one practice another. look after one another you know stop i don't know i just get so annoyed when like someone's sick and they come into work someone's sick and they're here they're sniffling or they're and i hate dude i hate this business culture of like like oh you're sick but you're too scared to tell your fucking boss you want you can't come into work because you're sick yeah dude if i was a boss or i had like a bunch of employees and you tell me if i come in and i find out you're sick i'm sending you home yeah i'm sending you home but i mean nowadays look at it if if all of this pandemic taught us anything mm -hmm. it showed us how we can shift from the traditional work model into something where you can work from home because a majority of the jobs that are out there do not require you to physically be in that location that's true so uh anybody that's sick like I, I was speaking with one lender and they said that they're underwriters now mm -hmm. they're getting better production value out of them because they're working from home and they get to pick their own schedule and dude and, and let's be honest man like i fucking hated meetings i mean yeah. we, we haven't had that where i work ever we haven't had we've had like two meetings maybe sure. And it was literally like to tell us like, hey, I got this thing. I just want to show you guys it. Yeah. Maybe it could be some use to you. Maybe not. But I'm not gonna take too much time. And we did it. Here's the crazy part: is we did it during like lunch. We didn't do it like first thing in the morning. Hit this meeting or afternoon. Let's stay after. It was really like, all right, everyone's gonna be fucking off. not fucking off. But everyone's gonna be doing something anyways. Now's my time to. Yeah show everyone this thing we've had me i think we've only actually had one meeting since i've been with my company which i fucking love but you know dude, dude, meetings dude, were meetings joke, take up so much goddamn time yeah. if you are like scheduled like i'm gonna have a meeting every single like if you literally are, think there's a quota for meetings you are fucking up there but <laughs> there's a time and place to keep everyone updated and say yeah. hey this is what's going but then after that that's fine that's it just update it if, or just send an email 
No. Just say, send me a response when, you, when you've when you read it. You yep. know, or if you have any questions, just come to my office. Oh, I'll exactly. be here from this time to this time. We can all talk about it. All right, cool. But this whole yeah. fucking thing of, like, we have to have an hour long, 30 minute to an hour and a half long meeting every week at this time. Here's you the one are that fucking over your employees. Here's the one that said it needed to be 30 minutes to an hour. It's just this generalized time that everybody goes with. And they think that's productive. Like, yeah. that helps out. I'm sorry, but it made me feel less productive because I'm like, I'm waking up in the morning, I'm ready to go. I agree. And then I sit down for the long ass, sorry, I spit on you, but like, I good. sit down on this long ass. I washed my clothes, so you don't need to worry. <laughs> but like, I sit down for this long ass meeting. I sit down for this thing, you know, um, I don't know, man. I'm just kind of, I got tired of it. I think everyone's tired of it. And you just kind of have to keep up with like, business and how business culture is forming now with the advent of technologies and cultural changes, you know? No, definitely. I mean, when when I used to go to the meetings, they used to incentivize people by bringing in lunch for you to show up. Yeah. If that gives you any indication just to how shitty meetings are and how many people didn't want to go. Yeah, the fact that you had to tell me, or you had to basically buy me to go into this meeting, that, that should literally say something. When we had our one meeting, it was literally like, I'm doing it this time, show up or don't. Yep. If you are, you can bring your lunch and eat, who cares? And then he sat down and shows. And guess what? Uh, it wasn't as much time. We learned, I, I learned a lot more. I got some, you know, good tips. It was about, like, organizing, which I'm horrible about. Was being well, organized. Where we used to be at, were you doing a meeting once a week, or were we doing once a month meetings? Once a week. Okay. Every, like, Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And, and it works for some people, and it's worked in the past. I'm yep. not saying. It, if it had never worked from the beginning, there would have never... Exactly, exactly. There would be no reason to do it. But but it, some things just aren't as effective as other things it, could be now. I think it's just like education in general. Yeah. Everybody has a different mode of gathering their information or learning. Yeah. It's no different than a meeting. I think that it can be broken down into subsections and made a lot more efficient and effective. You know, and, and like, one thing that, and like I said, all these practices are still being used today because there was a point where it was massively effective. You yep. had to get everyone on the same page. It's because we didn't time. have technology. We didn't have, you know, it was before email. It was yep. before certain things. And it's like, all right, I have to. Oh, we got a plane. Come in. I'm going to take this time to drink some water. Pause right there. Play the elevator music in between. Yeah, right. Play the elevator music. That would be funny if you opened up like with your intro with like like. You, you know, know, you know who Zach Galifianakis is. Yeah. Or like Tyler the Creator, how they open up and they like have yeah. their shows and like with a super like little song in the beginning yeah. of it. That'd be funny. I could see that totally with your personality. I actually did that last year when I would, like, do the opening to the yeah. show. I did one, there was, like, ospreys flying above okay. us. <laughs> and that was, like, the opening of the show. It was, like, all right, I got to fucking wait for this thing. <laughs> um, all right, cool. All right. Plane's gone. But, um, you know, these things didn't come into practice out of nowhere. There was a time and place where a meeting with everyone worked. You had to get everyone on the same fucking page. Because that's how you were going to run your business effectively. Get everyone on the same page. Everyone knows where we're at currently. Go on, do your thing. Yep. You know, let's meet once a week to kind of know where you are, if you have any frustration, blah, 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 anything Back like in that. in the days where people weren't also calling out for bullshit reasons, like, oh, I'm hungover the next day. Yeah. You know, society wasn't as soft back then. Yeah. But, you know, nowadays, it's not as effective. And if you want to, like, keep up or... 
if you want to keep up or do better or go past someone else, you gotta you gotta stay up with the times of technology. Cool. Alright, meetings were effective up to a certain point. Now what's the new meeting? Uh, I don't know, a mass email, a uh, message Zoom. everyone. You have Zoom that they Zoom do. Zoom text messages. You can send video messages, a pre-recorded video message, like a video, like YouTube. Just something where people aren't, um... My dad, what he does with all of this, my dad's in the military, so mm-hmm. he's in the Air Force up in Massachusetts. He's uh, the wing commander, and there's about 1,500 airmen beneath him. Mm-hmm. And for his UTAs now, since everybody can't come to the base... What are UTAs? UTA, um, it, it's a training... It's basically like a training weekend. So once, okay. once every month, you take a weekend, and everybody goes there. Kind of like what they do in the Army as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go there, and uh, like whatever your specialization is or whatever it okay. may be, you just work on that for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but he makes these videos now on YouTube, and he puts them up, so everybody, instead of having them come out into the hangar and meet with them, mm-hmm. just have your message dispersed. Everybody logs on, they, they watch it, and yeah. it's good to go. There's no reason to have these meetings anymore now, because it's more efficient, and there, there's better ways of going about it. Yeah. And I, I'm not trying to be, like, the hipster cultural workplace where it's like, yeah, dude, like, we don't even have normal chairs here. We just sit on exercise balls exercise and balls. we don't have sitting desks only standing desks like <laughs> and you know like we have a fucking cotton candy machine and blah 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 free cereal bar and yeah whatever. and you know what you work when you want you want to work one hour a week that's fine no Just as long as you uh, get into work so when you come in with <laughs> yeah like i'm not i'm not saying that shit but i am saying like there's so many things i feel like are preventing people or are gonna stagger their growth and, like I said, I'm not trying to say growth hack, but I am saying, like, common sense, technology. You can, if this can be summed up in an email, and there's always jokes about it. There's, like, a million memes and jokes. It's like, this e- this meeting could have been an email. Yep. That is it. This meeting could have been an email. Because when you type it out in an email and you look at the dialogue that they yeah. said, it literally fills up one sentence of an email. <laughs> Dude, and I'll be honest, um, I can only pay attention sitting down, looking at, staring at someone, not talking back and forth. Maybe... 10 to 15 minutes. Well, statistically speaking, they say that the average attention span is like 45 to 50 minutes, so... Yeah. <laughs> and that's still a long time, I feel, because somebody like me, like, I'm like a damn squirrel. I'm all over the place. Dude, I know. And <laughs> I just... It, it kind of irks me that they're still using these... And then they question, like, why are we not doing as well? Why are we not doing this? And then they start taking on their employees. It's like, maybe I th- it's not the people under you... If everyone leaves, if everyone's unhappy, if everyone is not as productive as they should be, I don't think that it is, I don't, (laughs) I don't think it's your employee's fault. It's not the employee's because your business takes on the persona of who spends the most time there. Yeah. So what, the, the perspective that I have on this is that instead of, again, it goes, it's how I view education, instead of painting everybody with a broad brush saying, okay, you're going to do your business this way, you're going to do your business this way. Yeah. Your leader and those that you hire within your business that recruit are the ones that are building your employees up to be able to be effective. They should be diagnosing it on it as an individual by individual basis. Yeah. Because if you're telling everybody to do the same thing the same way, no wonder your fucking efficiency isn't as good as it can be because everybody fucking works differently. Yeah, uh, and to just assume that everyone works the same way is just beyond ignorant. ignorant. I mean, there's a time and place for it. And and don't get me wrong, I'm a veteran. I like military. I like the way things are done. But I do kind of hate the way 
people who are former military enter the workplace because they are just so used to fucking, I said it, this is the way it should be, yep. and that's it. Very boom, 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 boom. boom. And, and you know what? That worked well. Because in the military, in the military, you don't have time to question or yeah. bitch or moan or complain all, all the but time. I mean, you can't afford to have people questioning because it, w- when you have decisions yeah. like that, it needs to be one decisive and clear decision, and you need to go boom and make it happen. Yeah, you know, because we're on you know, these very strict, dedicated timelines for things, and they have to be done. Cool. But then they enter the workplace as leaders. And you know what? They're motivated, they're hardworking, and some of them are, you know, honestly better leaders than others. But I'll be honest, (laughs) just because you come out of the military does not mean you were an effective leader nowadays. Like, you stayed in there, you got put in leadership positions just based on time and grade, and then you get out and you're like, I know how to be. Like, no, you, you should probably go back, talk to your guys and be like, hey, did you fucking hate me? Yeah. But you just did what I said because you had no choice. And reflective they, practitioner. Yeah. And if they said yes, then you know what? Maybe you should not. Maybe you should focus and go do something else. Well, I mean, I think that that plays into every every aspect of life. A lot of people, they get these titles. Yeah. But does that really mean they fucking know what they're doing? I mean, anybody can get a title. Anybody can open up a cereal box and cut one off the back, too. Yeah. Um, so, I just, like, they hand them out like it's a fucking Oprah show. You get one, and you get one, and you get one. Yeah. And it's like, at the end of the day, how much time have you put in to really refine your craft or your expertise and, yeah. and, and get to where you want to be? I don't know, dude. There's just so much that goes into it, and I know you've got to go soon. I think we've almost hit about an hour. Yeah, we're about to hit 11 o'clock, yeah, we're so you got to leave soon. But, yeah, dude, I mean, business culture, it's nothing against them, but... Business bit, culture is something that we could talk about you, for 24 hours. I, and I could, and I probably will one day, but... <laughs> we'll do I a think Twitch stream 24, 24 hours straight talking about business. But, dude, I am just... And like I said, like, I understand people aren't going to want to listen to me because what do I come off as a fucking 24-year-old kid, whatever. Sure. But at the same time, I've done a lot more than a lot of people up to my age. Yeah. You know, whether I want to admit it or not. You've done a lot more, but this is also documenting your growth. Yeah. That is exactly why we cannot have nice things. Yeah. But, no, dude, that's just my whole thing is just one... It's just... I get it. I'm a 24-year-old kid. Whatever. I, and they're not going to pay attention to me. Like, what does this kid know? But I'll be honest. I haven't really been proven wrong too many times. And then that's not like an egotistical thing. It's literally like I... Because, one, I don't speak about things I don't know about. Yep. You know? That's ma- that's the main thing, too. I just look at trends and see things. You know? I'm fairly observant. You're a trend forecaster. Yeah. It's not even a forecast. It's like I see it happening... But the people I'm talking to are so old and set in their ways. Like, yeah, it's never going to happen. Okay. Okay, dude. Whatever. Fuck off. And have you lived in that mindset you wouldn't get anywhere if you lived in the past? No. No, man. All right. Well, I know you got to get on with your day. So this has been... It's been fun. We'll have to do it again. Yeah. Next time we'll find somewhere where uh have a little bit more of a setup. But, you know, on the fly, impromptu. And where can uh, people find find you more about you where can people find me you can find me anywhere just search austin peters all right whatever pops up pops up you know i'm not you'll find me one right. way or another cool all right appreciate you peace everybody love is love love is love Adios.